0: I know you know the words, but did you know that the opening is a variation of the intro from U Roy's 1974 track, Rule the Nation?
1: This station rules the nation with Version.
0: And it turns out that Pass to Dutchie combines elements of two classic reggae songs the rhythm of Gimme the Music by U Brown. and the lyrics of Pasta by the Mighty Diamonds. Pasta
1: Coochie, Pasta Coochie, Pasta Coochie,
0: Kochi was actually based on the 1968 reggae instrumental Full Up by Leroy Sybils of the Heptones. When the Mighty Diamonds released their version in 1981, it was condemned by the Prime Minister of Jamaica, Edward Siega, for endorsing the use of illegal cannabis. The government of Jamaica subsequently banned it from being played on national radio as part of a drive against what they called Coochie culture. The Mighty Diamond singer Fitzroy Bunny Simpson said of the Musical Youth version, Before Musical Youth put it out, they called us and said that they'd made a reversion of Pass the Cucci. Because we never got justice... And they said they were going to do justice, and they got the justice. Hi, I'm Mark Wasserman. Welcome to Ska Boom Stories, which is the audio companion to my book, Skaboom: An American Ska and Reggae Oral History. Ska Boom stories are audio documentaries about ska and reggae bands and musicians who deserve credit for their important contribution to popularizing ska and reggae. Ska Boom is part of the Pantheon Podcast Network, which is the MTV of podcasting, featuring a wide range of music shows focused on history, interviews, commentary, news, careers, industry, reviews, conversations, books, films, comedy, and more. The earliest days of the MTV era were a golden age for reggae-tinged pop. The Polices' Every Little Thing She Does Is Magic, Blondie's The Tide Is High, and Stevie Wonder's Master Blaster were but a few of the reggae-inspired tracks being played on radio. The other was Pass the Duchy. And 40 years after it was released in 1982, it remains a pop culture touchstone. Here in the US, in the early 80s, Pass the Dutchie was the biggest-selling reggae single in over a decade, testament to the band's commercial appeal and the fact that Americans didn't buy many reggae records. How big a pop culture phenomena was the song? Homer Simpson name-checks it in an episode of The Simpsons that aired in
1: 1999. Oh, no, Japan, Jamaica. I want to pass the duchy on the left-hand
0: side. The song has also been sampled by a who's who of 90s hip-hop acts, including Public Enemy, Ice Cube, and Missy Elliott, and covered by numerous punk and ska bands. Here's what Snoop Dogg had to say about the song. What reggae music really reached people growing up in California when I was young. Definitely uh, the Whalers, Bob Marley the Whalers, Peter Tosh, uh, Gregory Isaacs. Also, uh past the Dutchie on the left-hand side. That song was big in the neighborhood. We didn't even know what
1: they was talking about. We thought they were talking about past the weed on the left-hand side, but come to find out they was talking about
0: food and not having nothing to eat. You know what I'm saying? But that just shows you that we wasn't even paying attention to the message, we was more into the the groove and the way it made us
1: feel, you know. So, you know, their music just felt so good to us because it represented,
0: you know, where they came from. And I guess their struggle was our struggle. Like me, you've probably heard Pastor Dutchie many, many times. And it probably makes you smile and dance. I never get tired of hearing it. What isn't well known is that musical youth traced their origins all the way back to an iconic 60s rock steady act called The Techniques. What also isn't very well known is the very sad story behind their ride from obscurity to fame and back again in just 15 months in the early 80s, when the members were all still young teenagers. Past the Duchy hit number one in 10 countries around the world in 1982, and as a result of their instant stardom, the group met or recorded with Michael Jackson, Prince, James Brown, and Paul McCartney. The group was also nominated for a Grammy in 1984. They were even cast to shoot a scene with Mr. T, then at the height of his A-team popularity, for the 1983 film DC Cab. The group enjoyed a triumphant return to Jamaica, where their arrival to perform at the 1983 Reggae Sunsplash Festival kicked off musical youth mania across the island. While they were in Jamaica, the band were invited to collaborate with the then-in-demand producer Scientist. Give that collaboration a listen.
1: Come, me say, I'm on Kelvin Pani, Mike MC. I don't chat slack, let's drink call like culture, you say. Call them your wicked style, make your jump with me. Bubble with me, come, me say, bubble with me. Bubble with me, make feel happy. Tracks with me, tracks with tracks with you and everybody. Say I name Kelvin. Say me really on the go. I pity you no, no. Me comfy. Tell ya so. Figo bubble and tracks inna the disco. Say figure bubble and tracks inna the disco.
0: But more significantly. Thanks to Tom Petty, who advocated for them, musical youth were the first Black band to ever be interviewed on MTV. Think about that. Before Michael Jackson in Thriller and Prince in Purple Rain, musical youth were the first Black musicians that many young viewers ever saw on the Ubiquitous Music Channel. Think about that. Shortly after the mega-success of Pass the Duchy, the members were soon embroiled in legal financial, and personal problems. They would quickly burn out from the whiplash of fame before any of them were 18 years old. One member, Patrick Waite, would die collapsing due to a heart condition when he was 24 while awaiting a court appearance on drug charges. His brother, Junior Waite, would later be placed in a psychiatric hospital. Despite selling millions of records, the group would be ripped off by unscrupulous managers and record label executives. It would take years before the members would receive any settlement money. In this age of streaming music, it's hard to explain how big a smash hit Pass the Dutchie was when it was released in September 1982. You would hear it everywhere you went, playing on radios in cars, in clubs, at roller rinks, and you would see the video for it on MTV hourly. The band were even invited to play on Saturday Night Live in April 1983, which was a true sign about how popular they were.
1: Once again, Musical Youth.
0: Later, they played sellout shows around the world, including one to 300,000 people in Ghana. I loved Musical Youth, and I was very excited to hear Passadachi played on American radio at exactly the same time I was becoming obsessed with all things ska and reggae. Musical youth were important to me and many others because they served as a gateway to other reggae bands and performers. In a sea of cliched rock and pop music, there was something special about Pasadachi. It was real, authentic reggae, and what's more, the members who were younger than me were playing their own instruments. Musical youth were not a manufactured boy band. The roots of the band go back to the early 60s in Jamaica, and the vocal group The Techniques. Formed in 1962 by Winston Riley, Slim Smith, Franklin White, and Frederick Waite, members of The Techniques were accomplished vocalists and musicians, and would often exchange lead vocals and harmony parts. The Techniques' first big hit on the Treasure Island label was Little Did You Know, featuring Slim Smith's memorable falsetto lead vocals. Give the song a listen. progressed to rock steady in the mid-60s, the techniques really began to come into their own. If you are unfamiliar with the group and their place in Jamaican music history, consider this quote from Clement Cox and Dodd in Timothy White's book Catch a Fire. He said, before the Whalers hit, the most popular group was the Techniques with Slim Smith. The group stayed on the Treasure Island label, enjoying a run of 13 hits until 1967 When the original lineup split, with Slim Smith leaving to pursue a successful solo career. Frederick Waite would immigrate to Birmingham, England, where he settled to raise a family. Musical Youth was initially founded by Waite, who started by giving music lessons to local kids, including his two sons, Junior on drums and Patrick on bass, as well as another set of brothers, Kelvin Grant on guitar and Michael Grant on keyboards. The five-member group with Elder Waite on lead vocals started playing reggae hits and some of their own songs in West Indian working men's clubs. As word about them spread, the band began playing clubs across the Midlands, and soon other bands like The Beat, UB40, and The Specials were inviting them onto their concert bills. There was so much buzz around the band that Jerry Dammers of The Specials expressed interest in producing them. Even The Specials offshoot Fun Boy 3 did demos with them, but apparently they sounded more like Funboy 3 than Musical Youth. Under Waite's guidance, the band recorded and released a double A-side single in 1981 with the songs Generals on one side and Political on the other that caught the attention of many UK music insiders for two reasons. First, it's sound, but second, because the 35-year-old Waite was backed by a band of children who were no more than 12 at the time. Have a listen to Political, which was far more political than any of the band's later pop material. on BBC Radio 1 disc jockey John Peel's evening show brought further attention to the group and they were quickly signed to MCA Records. By that time, Waite, at the urging of the label, stepped down as lead singer and was replaced by Dennis Seaton. The original musical youth lineup was now set. When the group played the Mighty Diamond song Pass the while supporting Culture Club, the sellout crowd of 3,000 people went crazy. It was a song about dreads passing a marijuana chalice, so, the record company asked the band to change the lyrics. The band changed Kuchi to Dutchie, which is a West Indian cooking pot, and switched, How does it feel when you've got no herb to got no food? Kelvin Grant, who played guitar, added the toasting. Now, here's the song in all its glory. Music. Don Letts, who had befriended the band a year earlier, was tapped to direct the video. Letts shared during an interview with Lowdown magazine that he had ulterior motives when he conceived the idea for the video. Well, Pass the was special for me because within a very simple medium like the music video, which ultimately was about selling records, I was able to make a political statement. It was a very simple statement. By placing those black kids in front of the Houses of Parliament, which is the ultimate symbol of authority and establishment, and having their red, gold, and green speakers, it was a way of saying to people, Hey, you think you know what England is about? It was my postcard of England which said, Well, this is what it's about. Sadly, the band's career was over almost as quickly as it began. Despite the boys' ages at the time of 11 to 15, none of their parents ever traveled with them. As such, the band were mismanaged with much of their earnings being sucked up by a lawyer and accountant's fees. With very little actual money reaching their pockets, several members fell into drug abuse and petty crime back home in Birmingham. Bassist Patrick Waite died from a heart attack while awaiting a court appearance on drug charges. His brother and drummer Junior Waite had a nervous breakdown and was consigned to a psychiatric hospital. And guitarist Kelvin Grant remains estranged from his brother and Seton. I think the tragedy of musical youth is that they were a proper reggae band who could play a live show. Sadly, they weren't allowed to develop as an act. Instead of highlighting their strength as a reggae band, the label and their management watered them down with pop and R&B, and that killed their marketability. By 1986, they were done. Despite severe trials and tribulations, the good news is that the three remaining members of the band are still active musically. Seaton and Michael Grant still perform as musical youth and are booked to perform live in 2022. Kelvin Grant has also recorded on his own.
1: Cool and lonely breezy afternoon. How does it feel when you got So I left my gate and went out for a walk. As I passed dreadlocks camp, I heard them when you
0: got no food? I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Skaboom Stories. I want to thank my co-producer and engineer, Rob George, for making me sound good. My book, Skaboom, is available from DeWolf Publishing at DeWolf.com, D-I-W-U-L-F.com, as well as Amazon. Thanks for listening, and take care.
1: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.